Welcome to the Worship Central podcast. We are passionate to see the worship and creativity of churches throughout the world set on fire. Join us as we explore what this might look like. Well, hey everyone. Good to be back together online um, as usual at the moment. How's everyone doing? Are we coping? Give us a bit of reality, Nick. Which Nick? <laughs> One wearing the reality hat. Uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's so unusual, isn't it? What's going on? I, I still feel like I'm adjusting, but have amazing days when they feel quite full and you've got lots on other days when it's like, is this the week or the weekend? Don't quite I've, know. I've heard you've started having protein shakes, Nick. Is this true? <laughs> I have Huel. Does anyone else do Huel, Nick? Um, amazing. So good. 34 meals complete in one pack. In one bag. In one bag. Are you an endorsee of uh, Huel? Are you, are you an Instagram influencer? I, I'm not. I'm not. But it's, it's, it's very slick on Instagram. I'm, I'm, I'm just there to drink it. It's great. So some people, when they have a midlife crisis, they buy a Harley Davidson. Uh, but Nick, Nick Herbert, Nick Drake, they, they start drinking Huel. But, uh, you will all be doing it. Mark my with a Harley. You will all be doing it. It's the way forward. <laughs> Guys, well, um, moving us on from Huel, um, no, it's great to be connecting again. And um, as, we, um, as we kind of said, like we, we'd love to um, do this a um, bit more regularly in this season as we're just navigating so much stuff. And... I think off the back of last um, episode, we just felt like there was so much uh, to talk into during this season. Um, so it's great to be chatting again, and, and we'd love to um, encourage all those who are listening and watching, send us in questions, thoughts, things you might like us to discuss. Um, and during these episodes as well, um, over this time, we'd love to um, bring in a few guests. And actually, um, one guest that we're gonna actually draw in or try and dial him in um, now, is um, Stu Makarath, who's the worship pastor um, at Holy Trinity Bukit Bintang um, in Malaysia, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Um, and he, uh, we, off the back of um, all that's been going on, we're kind of having a chat with him and thought, okay, this would be great to share um, on the podcast. So let's try this. Um, let's try and dial him in, see whether he's here. Hey! Hey, hey guys. Hey. How you doing? We've got this online thing down. Um, yeah. You, you just look like the picture of online streaming right now. You've got the plant, you've got the <laughs> yeah. handle, the books. It's, it's like you've prepped the backdrop. I am ready for online church. What time is it? What time is it? It's half eight. Okay. That was half, half past eight. Uh, in the evening for all those listening. Half past eight. It's, it's your thick Malaysian accent, Stu, that's... Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Stu, thanks so much for joining us. Um, firstly, just tell us, how are you guys uh, just coping with everything going on? Um, what are some of the things that you're kind of sensing at the moment? Um, you know, I know Malaysia's like, well, it's in a similar um, place to where we are in terms of lockdown and all that, maybe a little um, uh, stricter. But just talk to us a little about, a bit about what's going on for you. Yeah, so we've been in lockdown for 
a couple of weeks now. So two weeks we've kind of been in our apartment and not able to leave. Um, so it's been fun, but it's been challenging what's been going on. I mean, as the whole world is facing this. Um, I think for us, um, church-wise, obviously big focus, trying to figure out what we do, how we take um, Sundays, put them online, um, everything that everyone's facing, moving all our meetings online, figuring everything out. So that's been a big, obviously a big shift in how we're operating and how we're working. Um, and I think figuring out how relationships look online as well, how we maintain unity in our team, all of those things. So loads of shifts going on. Um, I think just kind of looking for the, the excitement in the opportunities that have uh, presented themselves and the good stuff that can come out of, of all of this. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we've, the, the, Malaysia went into lockdown obviously two weeks ago. So the, the Sunday before that was our last physical meeting. And we, the next day we heard that we're not gonna be able to meet anymore. So we all went to church. We recorded three weeks worth of content to get as much in the bag as we could so that we had stuff to put online because obviously as we all know day to day, it's changing. So like it was a different announcement each day. So we just got as much in the can as we as we could. Uh, preachers were writing sermons overnight. We were figuring out our worship sets, went to church, recorded it all. So in some ways that was crazy but it was it, it kind of took the pressure off a little bit then when when they announced uh, yeah. that they were going to extend the lockdown so um from that point onwards we've just been thinking about well what does this look like moving forward after we kind of like get through those sundays what what's next and um, so we put all our stuff on an online platform uh, moved our volunteer teams onto an online host team live prayer chat ministry as i know loads of churches are doing as well so um it's been amazing to see the church get behind this kind of shift um, and a new dynamic. And it, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been exciting. Is it you one word to describe it? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You, um, you mentioned pressure there a little bit and, and we'd had this chat um, a week or so ago. Um, and I think you just raised something really interesting around, you know, just this new thing that all of us local worship leaders, worship teams are, are just engaging with in this, in this season, which is just this sort of um, new uh, uncharted territory of, mm. of online or streaming worship and just some of the pressure, um, maybe anxiety that can come with that, you know, in terms of pushing into a new skill set, like yeah. finding how to actually do it. Just can you share a few thoughts on on what you've kind of been thinking through this time around some of those pressures? Yeah, I think the challenge is, is as churches, right, we're kind of we've got our four walls and we've got our set number of people that come each week. And we've kind of gone from this um, like local smaller stage where it's all within this room and what happens is within this room to this kind of being launched onto this global stage which is the internet where your service remains on there for kingdom cut until kingdom comes like type thing and, it, and it's just this kind of this it can paralyze you a little bit i think and and i'm sure there's loads of worship leaders loads of pastors all around the the planet kind of feeling the pressure of all of a sudden everyone is online to an even greater extent than has ever been before 
churches watching each other, which is awesome because we're all learning from one another. But then there comes in that that comparison thing. Oh, the, those guys are doing that. This church is doing that. Maybe we should be doing that. And I think a big thing for us to think about and, and for me as a worship leader was to to just really figure out who are we, who is HTBB Church, and what is our culture, and what are our values, and what is our vision? Because if that, when we, when we know what that is, we know what that looks like in a physical building, and therefore that informs what we will look like on a digital platform. And um, so I think that was really vital that we figured out what our values and our culture and our vision was so that we could translate that then digitally. Um, and obviously this is early days. This is a few weeks into this whole thing and we're, we're still experimenting and figuring it out. But I think learning to try and set comparison to the side has been massive. Um, so just we're here to serve the immediate needs of our, our church congregation. And if we operate with that mindset, we can't go wrong. We're just stewarding what we've always been stewarding. It's just in a different, a different format and in a different platform. And I think also as a worship leader, um, obviously seeing loads of churches do amazing online content, you know, people with recording studios in their spare bedroom and, um, state of the art gear and great setups. And I, I, I think we've just been chatting through with other worship leaders and some of the team, just really coming back to that idea of excellence not being a particular style or a particular sound but being an attitude and that we just remain in an attitude of excellence and that means that we do the best we can with what we've got for god's glory so i think that's that's been big as well of just bringing our best and whatever that looks like is 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 good enough because it's the best that we can do and mm -hmm. um, so I think that th those are the two kind of things we've been thinking about, the comparison piece and then kind of revisiting, revisiting what true excellence looks like and not getting caught up in what we see everyone else doing. That's brilliant, Stu. I think that's really helpful thoughts. I mean, I, I think um, totally agree. I think one of the things that can almost become crippling if you're leading in front of a TV uh, you know, camera or iPhone or whatever it is, and imagining leading the world in worship is overwhelming. And actually on a Sunday, you're standing in front of however big your church is, 50 people, 500 people, 5,000 people, and you're, you're just reading the room and you're, it's, it's your congregation, the people, and that's part of the art of leading worship, isn't it? What is God's spirit doing amongst us, this community, this family located in, for you, uh, Malaysia, uh, Kuala Lumpur, for us, Birmingham. And, and that forms so much of our worship. And I think... Uh, in many ways, we're going to have to develop the art of when we're leading in front of our camera, uh, thinking of the people in your church. You know, I, I had to do it uh, a week back just leading worship, and I was just trying to think of just members of the congregation, where are they right now, what, what might they be feeling, what are they processing, what, what, what do I long to see them encounter, and, and just having those people in your mind when you're leading rather than thinking, this is my... Justin Bieber YouTube moment to try and, you know, be up there with Kanye West, which is, is ridiculous. So I think that's really helped. And then I, I think one of the things I've loved watching with this pressure around excellence, some of the most beautiful moments I've, I've felt uh, around encounter and worship and prayer have, have been the Insta Live. You know, Herbs has been doing some Instagram um, live prayer meetings. Beautiful, the kind of flow, and it's 
you know, is it can be a bit glitchy, you know, frame freezes or, you know, someone sings a song, but it's really raw and authentic. And then Luke and Annie, you led it Instagram worship night the other night. Just beautiful and, and you know, no time to kind of edit audio and all of that, but it, it, it's there's something about everyone feeling this is happening in the moment. Yeah. Is really engaging. So I, I think if we think everything has to sound and look incredible, that's going to be crippling. And, and let's be honest, most churches, as you said, they don't have that kind of equipment. Mm. But actually, I think every local church wants to connect in some way. And we can all do that, whether it's Facebook, Instagram. Um, so I think it's, we mustn't count ourselves out because of what we don't have. Mm. So good. Yeah. Really good. And, and I'm just thinking, listening to both of you guys uh, about pressure, it was so helpful what you both said there really about keeping eyes focused on the people we're serving, i.e. first and foremost, our congregation. Um, but I also I think, you know, I've been reflecting a, a bit, I think there's a, a second angle, which is also under pressure, keeping our eyes fixed on on God. And, and we've all, we've been talking about this, haven't we? And we've all felt that, you know, at times, that kind of overwhelming of everything. And Stu, I don't know if you've got any thoughts on this, but how, how also amidst everything that's going on you know you see in the bible again and again these key characters who just lift their eyes up rather than you know just behold what's in front of them um and try and still listen to the lord try and still tune into what he's doing and what he wants to do you know <laughs> with his people um what 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 do you sense about that Stu? and and what do you feel god's kind of saying in this moment for you guys as as worship leaders and as a church yeah i think I think what I've realized the past couple of weeks is actually kind of a reminder of how important the church gathered is in some ways and the community of church gathering. And actually, you know, I've seen, I've seen Instagram posts or things online about how we've got this time and we're going to connect with God and it's going to be amazing. And we've got all, you know, we can have our, two hour coffee and Bible study every day. And actually I find it really difficult not being around the physical community and to, to keep my, my eyes up. I actually have realized that so much of my faith is strengthened just by being around other people on a daily basis. So I, I actually think more than ever, obviously in this time, we've got to protect our own personal, um, walk with God and, and whatever that looks like for each of us and protect that time and press into prayer. And, um, but I suppose it, it's not, it's not as easy or as simple as it might have seemed having, you know, being stuck in the house 24 seven and, um, you, you might think you'd be able to do it. So I think, uh, just really fostering those habits that, that how I connect with God, how everyone um, does it on their personal level is one thing. I think uh, here in Malaysia, in KL, I think we're really, really excited about um, the, just the, the sheer opportunity, the scope that we have in order to, to reach people with the gospel, different people groups and um, different countries and um, just the, the far reaching impact in Asia of what church online um, could, could mean. Um, and I think that in us just kind of, as you said, kind of looking up that, that kind of the personal looking up will feed into that um, 
kind of online gathered community. And can, can, can I ask Chris, you on the, cause I know in, in Malaysia, you have to be very sensitive around proclaiming the gospel, um, particularly to Malays. How is that dynamic impacting church online? Are you having to be mindful of that? Yeah. So we, um, obviously the platform is open to whoever would like to, to view it. And um, so that's always something that we're talking about is what does that mean? Who could that reach? So those are conversations we're still, we're still having and figuring out, but, but yeah, some of the, the scope is, um, is that it's, which is the exciting part of it. Yeah. And Stu, I was going to ask, um, so it's so good um, connecting and seeing you here, mate, and also just hearing about that need for community and, and some of the pressures as well you're talking about just with the online stuff. Is there, is there a couple of things maybe that you've learned having so far in, in delivering this stuff online where, you know, from week one, did it, you press right, right, this is going out now. And then you thought, right, oh gosh, we shouldn't do that again. Like next week, let's do this and, and so on. What, what have you kind of really picked up so far? I think for us, what we learned quite quickly is because so many churches are creating content, it's actually less about coming up with creative ideas for how we can put new content out each, each week. And actually what we decided was to just be consistent, to just do church the way that we do church on a Sunday. So we start off with the welcome and we go into a time of, of worship together. And we have our like news feature, sermon, ministry and spirit, and then worship again. So we just stuck really closely to that, that structure that we do each week, um, which was helpful for the consistency. I think um, what we learned quickly and what we're trying to build upon is the community element, because I think, um, you know, we can consume content. We're not short on content and, and preaching and, and worship songs and music. But I think what people really need at this time, obviously when we're all isolated is community. And so we found it really helpful. A couple of things that we, we learned, I think after the first week we did it on the second week, some connect groups decided our, our kind of home group, life group things, they, they decided to, to meet on Zoom straight after the service. So we would, uh, do church together and then go into our connect groups and meet on zoom. Uh, the platform we're using has a public chat and that's been really helpful just to create some sense of connection. Um, and then what has been massive is um, just learning to use a kind of a prayer function after each service. And we have people and um, we, we invite people to come forward for prayer in our church every week and um, to receive from the spirit. But online we have had so many people come forward for prayer who probably would never come forward on a Sunday with big stuff that they're dealing with at the moment. Um, and it's just been incredible to be able to, to pray, even though it's typing your prayers, the Lord has been moving so much through that. And, and some incredible stories of, uh, you know, people getting to receive prayer that are dealing with huge things going on. So I think that was a big learning, kind of get the, the content stuff's the content um, and then get the community element in place because that's what's so needed at the moment. Amazing, Stu. Hey, thanks so much. Stay on the line and we're gonna, um, we're gonna bring in our second guest, drum roll. Um, hey guys, how are you? <clears throat> yes. Hey. Uh, hey. hey, Aaron. So, just to introduce Aaron. Um, he's <coughs> awesome. He is um, amazing worship leader, songwriter, 
worship pastor at Life Church in Bradford. And um, uh, yeah, a friend of ours, we connected with these guys for many uh, years, uh, written songs together. Actually, um, they just had a, a new song come out called Yahweh, which I think Herbs was part of writing as well. And uh, just releasing great music, uh, amazing church, um, brilliant worship leaders. So, um, wow, that intro. You know, well, hopefully it, this this will um, live up to that intro. Um, but uh, no pressure. No, great for you to join us, Aaron. Thanks so much, bro. Hi, just... Hey. <laughs> um, we've been having a chat about um, just this whole, you know, worship in this moment, uh, the different challenges um, that um, we're, we're facing. Um, and one of the things that we're kind of digging in today is just around streaming worship, this kind of new challenge for many churches, yeah. you know, online stuff and, and the switch that many of us have had to make to sort of facilitate it. Um, first of all, just tell us, like, what are you guys doing? How are you approaching it? What are you thinking through right now as uh, we face this new thing? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a bit of a challenge, really, because the reality is, you know, um, for me, as my role as worship pastor, overseeing creative, you know, all our our main thing, um, what we do is like, is kind of my job is creating for events and openers and set pieces and all that. And now that's all kind of gone. So, and it's like, okay, we're having to like totally reshape the way we do things, the way I think, the way that I, you know, lead. Um, and so for Sundays, you know, we've had to be like so creative. Um, and I have to be like, you know, innovative. I think that we've, what we did was um, two weeks ago, we recorded um, some worship um, live in the, our main auditorium. And like a lot of churches have been doing with no one in there. Um, but now not knowing at that point how long this was going to go on for. And so we were like, great. So we'll, we'll just do like two services. We'll record that back to back. And then hopefully we'll see what happens. Now we're in a position where obviously we don't have any... Um, <clears throat> Uh, recordings left over so now we're like okay as a team what do we do um so you know we we want to you know and i've seen a few churches i'm not sure quite questionable sometimes of how they get away with certain things um but um we we you know for us guys i think we just want to um we're going to stick to the, the but i think there's two for me there's two edges to this there's one side where you know i could jump in front of a camera and i could do an acoustic guitar thing but i find a lot of time that's quite disengaging for a lot of people. Um, it gets for the first song is good, but then by song two or three, I personally find that's my opinion or everyone's opinion. I'm sure everyone's doing it differently, but I find that, you know, quite, it gets quite like, uh, I'm not really, okay, let's, let's move to the next thing now. It's, you know, it's quite hard to stay engaged with that because you're so used to the big, aren't you? You're so used to the, the seven piece band and the six singers and all that kind of stuff. So it's quite a big drop. Um, and for us at Live Church, you know, I know it, you know, everything, everything's like massive and big and it's wow. And it's, you know, too. So, you know, and we, and that's our challenge sometimes that we, we set ourselves up here and actually, you know, maybe we should just chill out a little bit and be like, you know what, that's not, that's not about that. You know, that's, that, that's a big challenge for, especially for us guys. We're having to totally rejig stuff. But I think ultimately for now, what we've been doing is we've taken some blessing to us we were able to take some of our conferences, so like Movement Conference, our Young Adults Conference was like two, three weeks ago. So we've taken the worship from that and we've edited that. Thank God it was multi-tracked and we've kind of 
created it so it's like really like smooth and that will then transition to an MC part which Steve and Charlotte our pastors have recorded um, and then they'll preach off the back of that um, and ultimately and then the week after that we've got our Easter production um, production it's not really a production at all um, but we you know it's like how do we do an Easter like normally we would kitchen sink Easter like a lot of you guys would you know we would absolutely throw everything at it wouldn't we and now we're like Okay, maybe we should just do communion in a psalm. I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, I was going to say, I do a, 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 a kind of Good Friday mime. Yeah. If you want to record that, send it through for you guys. Yeah, it's like, but I think now we're just trying to be, like, I've literally, like, we sat with our creative team and our pastors were like, Aaron, make a plan. Um, and so I've, what I've done is I've kind of just taken um, elements from previous years um, so I've taken some of our openers. Um, reality is 90% of the congregation aren't going to remember what we did last year. Right? Well, I hope they don't anyway, because they're going to think they're coming. I've actually got a logbook, um, so I'll, I'll be checking out. <laughs> yeah, I'll be checking in. Um, but we've just, I've just had to be super creative and think outside the box. I've like, right, some of our openers, and then um, we've, we've taken that, and then I've taken a few songs from um, last year's Easter, from multi-tracks, edited that out, and then we put some live elements into that, um, you know, some recorded elements into that, so people feel like they're watching like a continuous thing. Then we've done like a spoken word, a live spoken word, um, that we um, recorded for one of our conferences, and that will go in there. Then, then we're going to do a live preach, and then into like a song. So we've, we've kind of like, hopefully trying to create a one piece media that people can watch at home. We can get out to people who don't know Jesus as well. Um, you know, I don't know about you, but your online presence is probably bigger than ever. Um, and we've got an opportunity for people who don't know Jesus to actually sit at home on Easter Sundays and, you know, I, I'm not going to go to church, but I'll sit and watch a screen for, you know, 40 minutes. Um, and I think we've just, we've just trying to approach it a little bit differently um, with that. But I think ultimately there's three things um, that I, 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 from our services, um, I, is we've got to keep engagement. So I think, especially with the, I always think, you know, how whatever I'm creating, how am I engaging the listener? Um, and I think, you know, we've done these live worship things, um, you know, inviting people into stuff. And I think the main thing is rather than just being sung at, like if you are, if you are, you know, doing just an acoustic guitar um, and, you know, on a camera, great. Well, that's what you're doing. But I think it's really important that you stay engaged with that. And so not just engage with the song, but who's, who's listening to me right now? And how can, I, how can I lead people in worship, get them engaged? So don't just, you know, at the start when I've done that, I said, hey, don't, don't just watch me like it's a performance. Like this is not good enough to be a performance. Just I want you to find and engage, um, you know, get, engage your spirit with the, you know, with the presence of God is here right now. And, you know, we're going to sing some songs and during the songs as well. Let's, you know, speak to the listener um, and then stay engaged with that um, and encourage as well and say, hey, come on, let's, we're going to sing this. And I think during that moment, like after a song, don't just bang out three or four songs. I find it's really helpful to, to encourage in those moments and say, hey, you might feel in this way, da, 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 and then set up the songs. I think ultimately you're, you're just creating an, an immersive experience with the, with the limited resources that you have. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that's the most important thing. People, aren't, people at home aren't expecting a wow. They're not going to be sat at home watching their 
you know, LG TV and thinking, oh, that was an incredible time of worship. Wow, just felt, you know, like we normally would. So we're having to do extra things and put different things in and allow the presence of God to move through that um, in order for people to really feel like, you know, they're in it. Otherwise, they'll just feel like they're getting entertained. And I think that's the last thing that we want is just people to feel like this is just an entertainment thing. Um, I think that's the danger that we've got where we just go, oh, just just entertain people with a great, you know, we've got great vocalists in our team. And if I just put, you know, this guy on screen for 20 minutes, everyone would feel, oh, that was incredible. But I'm not sure how, you know, whether people need that. What people need really now is just a time where people can really experience God at home, in their bedrooms, wherever it would be, by staying engaged, staying, you know, encouraging them and then allowing them to engage with the presence of God during that short time. So that's what we're doing. I don't know if that helps. That's amazing, Aaron. So good. So good. And I mean, you know, you said so much there, I guess, really that speaking to what should be our general worship values at all times anyway, around engagement and, you know, pursuing the presence of God, regardless of, and I think it's so encouraging to hear um, that a church like yours with amazing facilities, incredible production values, you, you know, you guys are so excellent at what you do in terms of your spirit attitude, but also gifting and all that, that actually, you know, you're, you're facing the same challenge, which is when you strip everything away, what's left. You right. know? And, um, so I, like that encourages my spirit for sure. Um, okay. you know, all, sorry, Luke, I think we're all, we're, None of us have nailed it, you know what I mean? Like, I, well, not that I know of. I don't know about you, but I go to about 12 churches on a Sunday. Um, so after I've watched mine, I'm like hopping onto this one, then to that one. I, I know you all do it. You're all doing it as well. And so, you know, I'm just trying to check, to see what people are doing and how are other people doing it, you know? And you're like, oh, maybe we just need to stay in our lane and just, just keep doing what we're doing. Um, and, you know, just encourage you with that. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, um, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up, Drakey. I wonder whether you could pray for us. But um, really quickly, um, you guys will have seen yesterday. Um, we released um, a blog around some of this stuff. We really want to try and help resource and equip um, five things um, that we we think we've learned from streaming worship. And then tomorrow we're going to be doing a live chat. Um, one of our tech comms gurus. Um, is going to uh, speak in and just, you know, really impart hopefully five things that we've really picked up during this time around um, streaming lessons learned. Um, so uh, check out the blog, check in tomorrow for the live chat. Um, actually, babe, why don't you pray for us mm, as we finish? To. Father, we, um, we just commit ourselves to you now. We commit this time to you once again. And we know that you know what's going on that you go ahead of us and uh i pray i thank you for the way that you've encouraged us through this podcast and um uh through to staying true to the values of what you've called us to do and in the different ways that you have called mm. us to serve and i pray um that you would remind us in this time of our, ident our identity mm. in you who we are as, as worship leaders, but who we are as communities and um, mm. how, we, how we best serve in that way. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Mm. Awesome, guys. Well, as ever, uh, leave us a rating on iTunes, Spotify, all that stuff. Um, email us, Instagram message, anything, uh, any uh, questions or things, topics you'd like us to, to discuss in this season. And I'm um, excited to jump on here again next week. 
Uh, see you then.